what's more effective, a well-trained person with no equipment or a well-equipped person with no training? Well, in certain cases, I'd have to say that a person with proper training can get by with minimal equipment. But ideally, you'd like to have both. Lads to leaders. Now, Lads to Leaders is known as a program, but I'd like to describe it as a process. You see, the name is the process. You take lads, young people, and you mature them into leaders. The process of lads becoming leaders is about both equipment and training. Young people are equipped with values. They are equipped with philosophy, and they are equipped with special skills. Lads to Leaders is not just learning to do, but in reality, it's doing to learn. And as people participate in the Lads to Leaders program, they become well-trained and well-equipped to be the future leaders. And church leaders or community leaders, it, it produces leadership qualities in young people. The Lads to Leaders program is the legacy of Dr. Jack Zorn, who invented the program. If you're interested in participating in Lads to Leaders, ladstoleaders.com. If you're interested in learning more about it, you can contact Rhonda Fernandez, 321-202-7600, 321-202-7600, ladstoleaders.com. Producing leaders in the church, in the future, in the young people of today. Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by SJL General Contractors. SJL General Contractors is licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee. This family-owned business provides mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you're in need of any of these services, you can contact them at 931-433-4660. That is 931-433-4660. If you'd like to be employed by this family-owned company, three W's and a dot, sjnl.com, www.sjnl.com. but it was my grandmother's. And I guess that's one of those things that just trumps everything else that you argue about. But it was a wedding present. It means you can't throw it away and you have to keep it. And, and then the phrase, but it was my grandmother's, means you have to put it in the car and you have to carry it back to Alabama. And you have to carry it back to Alabama from McPherson or St. John or Mead, Kansas. I forget exactly where her grandmother lived. We used to visit an uncle in Mead. We used to visit uh, her aunt in St. John. And I think maybe her grandmother actually lived in McPherson or McPherson, Kansas, depending on how you pronounce it. But what we ended up loading into our car was a little concrete statue, a little cherub face with, with curly hair and, and holding a basin or a bowl and, and, and not a stitch of clothes. This little humanoid bird bath that I refer to as the little naked guy came home with us. Now, now the little house on Stacy Circle had a perfect flower bed. You walk out the front door, we had a long porch that went the length of the front of the house. 
and there was a sidewalk. The sidewalk had one step down, and it made an L shape, and it went all the way to the concrete. And so between the porch and the sidewalk and, and the, the concrete driveway was a, a beautiful little rectangle flower garden. But no, it's not big enough, and it's not suitable. It's not a desirable location for the permanent residents to display the little naked guy. So what do we do? We have to go rent a garden tiller. Yes, one of those big five horsepower grind up the ground things. And I start at the corner of the front porch and go all the way around the corner of the house, all the way to the air conditioning unit. And, and we till up enough ground to plant cotton so that we can plant these flowers. And then the centerpiece of this Eden, this little tropical garden is going to be, yes, you guessed it, the little naked guy. And so we put the little naked guy in his new home and we plant all kind of things. But if, if you know the life of a youth minister, we'll spend more time away from home in the summer than we do at home. Jackie traveled with me. Lonnie Beth went with us. And so the, the flower garden didn't do everything the flower garden was supposed to do. And, and to be quite honest, the owner of the flower garden didn't do all the things the owner of said flower garden should have done. And now it's an eyesore. Oh, now there's a few plants that have survived and a, and a few things that are there. But for the most part, it's a tangled mess. It, 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 it's overgrown. It's out of shape and it's out of control. And so in the early fall, we decided, you know what? That ship has sailed crashed and sunk to the bottom of the ocean this thing's unredeemable it's time to do something with it and i've got part of a day to do something with it and jackie's not there and i decide you know what rather than getting in there and digging and spading and and, and working with a garden trowel i believe my john deere will fit in there and i believe i'm just a good enough john deere pilot that i can negotiate around a few things and make some tight turns after all i'm an airbrush artist I've written things in the backyard with the John Deere. I wrote Welcome Home one time. I wrote an I Love You and Drew a Heart one, one time during uh, the, the winter in the dead grass for Valentine's Day. I've done some cool stuff with lawnmower design. So you know what? Not going to be a problem to get in this little flower garden and, and ease around things. So that's what I did. Now, easing in and out of some flowers should not be a problem. A man of my skill should be able to do this super easy. Now, I realize that trimming a flower garden like this is pretty risky. This particular flower garden, in, in, in the disrepair that it's in, there are four things that absolutely can't be brushed with the mower. The lilacs, the roses, some white-looking sort of thing I don't know the name of, and, and the little naked guy. Now, the, the little naked guy is supposed to be a bird bath, but all he's ever caught is rainwater, and the birds avoid him like the plague. I think they're scared of him. So here I go, working my way around ever so slowly between the roses, between the lilacs, between the white flowers, and being very careful of the little naked guy. And up to that point, things were going just fine. Now, you must know that on one beautiful, clear spring day, I had discovered that my daughter was indeed old enough to pilot a lawnmower. I had seen her drive the lawnmower at Papa Jack's house in Arkansas, where he would take the mowing deck off and let her just ride willy-nilly through the countryside on his mower. 
Well, I decided if she can drive that thing without the mower deck, she can drive mine with the mower deck. And in a proud father moment, I stood on the back deck and wiped tears from my eyes as I watched her little ponytail bounce across the yard mowing our own grass. The problem with the John Deere STX 38 mower is that if you hit a bump with it and there's a tiny little person sitting in it, when that seat bounces up, it disconnects and there's a safety mechanism on the John Deere that'll cut that thing off. Well, we can't have that. We can't interrupt the joy that my daughter has from cutting the grass. So like any good safety conscious parent, I bypass the safety mechanism. I took some bungee cords and a few tools and, and I tightened that thing down and I bypassed that thing so that my daughter could ride that mower and it would not cut off if she bounced out of that little seat. Now what that means is you can get out of that seat and that mower will keep running. That's going to be real important here in the next few minutes. Now, I'm in the flower garden, the neglected flower garden, the kingdom of the little naked guy, and I'm mowing with my John Deere tractor. What happened next was reasonable, it, at least from the rat's perspective, it would have been reasonable. Now, what he was doing in my flower garden, I do not know. Why he chose to take up residence in my flower garden, I do not know. That may lend you some ideas to the state of disrepair that our flower garden was in, that a rat had chosen to come and live on the plain of Shinar, where the concrete monstrosity, the golden idol of Nebuchadnezzar, I mean, Miss Jackie's concrete idol, the little naked guy, was on display. Maybe he'd come afar just to worship that day. For whatever reason, he was in the flower garden the same time that John Deere was in the flower garden. Now, being faced with the dilemma of standing here and becoming ground rat burger probably caused him to do what he did. Now, I'm not real sure about the cognitive functioning ability of a rat. Maybe he said, hey, that thing makes a lot of noise. And those spinning things look really, really sharp. Oh, and look, there's some huge creature sitting on top of the noisy spinning thing, and he looks pretty safe. I think I'll join him up there. Maybe he thought that out. Maybe he didn't. Probably not. Maybe he just reacted without a plan. I, I know that's how that worked out for me. I ended up reacting without a plan. Now, now look, I'm, I'm not afraid of rodents. And by the way, this is a rat. It's not a mouse. It's not a field mouse. It's not a deer mouse. It's a rat. Now, it's probably not a wharf rat. And it's not one of those long-nosed rats like you get out of the secret of Nim. But it's a rat. It's the size of a very small dog. And it, it chose to leave the flower bed, get on the mowing deck, and jump from the mowing deck onto the platform where I was sitting I mean, he just went all Leroy Jenkins. The rat probably saw the mowing thing, saw the blades coming at him and decided straight up Leroy Jenkins attacked the lawnmower. He jumped on it. I decided to go Leroy Jenkins and leave the lawnmower. And then my lawnmower, if it could talk, probably just yelled Leroy Jenkins himself and mowed over the roses, the lilacs, the white flowers, and yes, the little naked guy. Now, by the time the chaos has stopped, the rat is gone, the blades have been shut down. 
Well, the flowers, they'll miss each other. But I'm sure they're much happier out in the yard with all the other plants. I told Jackie, hey, they didn't suffer very much. I can't say that about the little naked guy. Once those blades started digging into that concrete after they knocked him over and ran aground on top of him, it was pretty brutal. I'm almost sure I heard him scream one time. But I said, hey, baby, he wouldn't have lived long after you cut his ankles off like that. He'd have bled out pretty quick. I, I really don't understand why she's upset. Rat or no rat? I'd like to blame it on the rat, but if you don't want to cut your flowers down, if you don't want to murder the little naked guy, don't get in the flower bed with your mower. See, all the excuses of the world of I didn't mean to, or I was not intending, or, or I was intending. Good intentions don't replant flowers, and good intentions don't put the feet back on little naked guys. How'd I get in this mess? Was there somebody to blame? I mean, do you blame it all on one little creature who was in the wrong place at the wrong time and caused everybody to go start raving mad and I abandoned ship on a lawnmower and the lawnmower that had been rigged not to cut off if you left it so it just kept doing what lawnmowers do? Y you see, I probably can't blame it on anything that anybody did. But I can probably diagnose the, the crisis and say we ended up where we ended up, not because of anything anybody did, but because nobody did anything. And so we neglected our flower garden. And our flower garden was neglected to the point that it looked like it was just easier to mow the whole thing down than to get in there with a trowel or a spade or some weeding utensils. We ended up with the mess we ended up with not because of the wrath that lived in the flower garden, but because the flower garden didn't look like a flower garden anymore because we neglected it. When, when our spiritual fruit has a bad crop. And we were supposed to plant this garden, this, this section of produce, so that our lives are full of love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When our spiritual crop doesn't produce like that, it, it's probably not because of something the devil did. And it's probably not because of something someone else did. It, it's it's simply because of the things that we didn't do and the disaster and the destruction and the tragedy is not because of what someone else did, but because of the things that we failed to do personally. The immediate circumstances around a spiritual disaster are not as crucial as the days, the weeks, and the months of neglect that lead up to it. Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by us. What? We sponsor ourselves? Is that even legal? Check us out on Amazon. You can have access to the titles of Pedagogue, the youth ministry book by Lonnie Jones. 
cognitive spiritual development, a Christ-centered approach to spiritual self-esteem, grappling with life, controlling your inside space, a small essay using the principles of Brazilian jiu-jitsu to talk about psychological and emotional self-defense, If I Were a Mouse, a children's book written and illustrated by Lonnie Jones, and then The Selfish Reel, a very short story about a decision. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel to see archived lessons and presentations from across the country, some videos with uh, rope tricks and knots. Don't forget to visit the uh, Facebook page, 550 Guys, to learn about the little rope men that we make and in, that we invented and that we make. And then be sure to click like, subscribe, and share. This is Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones Podcast Adventure. Thank you.